0: Yeah, let's just start off by saying, yes, we know it's one series. Um, And you can't just base 162 games on three games. But I will say, I think we saw every single thing that we've either feared or we've been frustrated about from the bad base running, uh, from terrible – Plate discipline, non uh, competitive at bats. Uh, we've seen what happens when the pitching staff just, you know,
1: doesn't you have know, it. Sh-
0: yeah, doesn't have it. And it's going to happen. Uh, we've also seen uh, terrible situational uh, hitting. Um, any series that you got Mike Ford out on the mound. That's right. Mike Ford out on the mound. Uh, you got guys running on Garcia, who has probably the best baseball arm in all of baseball. Uh, You also see what it's like when you don't have a healthy pitching staff. You know, yes, Miller has come up and just been this great phenom. Um, You saw uh, Wu get his uh, (laughs) major league uh, debut. But these aren't guys that when you were starting off this year with with this pitching staff that you'd even Maybe think you were going to see starting the game So that falls into the Like what would happen if the if the pitching Staff wasn't healthy well it reared its Ugly head uh, where, where do you want to begin Hannah
1: Well I mean Mike Ford I mean he did a, a, a tough You know he, he. I mean he might have had the best ERA Out of the three guys <laughs> Out of the other two guys you mentioned You know that's where we're at it's, It was a tough weekend
0: Yeah, and I would also like to add, we also saw a good, near-quality start and uh, a great day out on the mound for the entire pitching staff on uh, Game 1 of this series. And, uh, you know, the Mariners uh, letting uh, undisciplined throws uh, pass balls things like that not setting up your double play uh to get out of innings you know turn into runs plus also like what three hits in the game and uh so there was that as well
1: um no you're right it's just more of the same as far as you know like you said base turning but what i noticed as well in these lopsided games was how the mariners you know uh at, at some point didn't didn't they weren't playing fundamental ball. You know, I mean, I seen a ball get rocketed off the wall. Um, One of the outfielders went to go get it. The other outfielder, you know, to go back it up, you would think, you know, if it gets by him, which it did and he was there, but he wasn't really there. He wasn't all the way engaged in the play. I mean, it's just little things like that. You start noticing and start nitpicking on a team that is not playing smart heads up baseball and quality you know fundamental baseball it it, it just it irritates you along with the base running but i mean it just comes down to you know guys are regressing uh it's unfortunate but it happens i mean it's been a terrible start for you know as far as the hitters go and when you look at the stats as far as our record against teams you know the good teams and what we've done lately of it's it's been rough
0: yeah, I mean just this past week that is ending, uh they're you know, <laughs> it was not good. Yeah, yeah. You played the Yankees who came into Seattle with, you know, not one of the best, you know, Yankee lineups that we've seen, but nonetheless, you still have you know the reigning MVP coming in there and putting on a show. They put 20 runs on you, uh uncharacteristic of uh you know the Mariners uh, starting pitching. Some people I saw some conspiracy theorists out there were like, "Well, were the Yankees, uh, you know, finding and tipping each other off on these pitches?" I don't think so. I think it was just them trying to challenge them with fastballs and uh, just didn't didn't work out. Um, you could throw all the fastballs you want to the Oakland A's. You know, the week prior, maybe even some of the Pittsburgh. Uh, Pirates but also we saw some Good hitting out of the Pittsburgh Pirates in that series They go into this Yankees series and that Wasn't the case and of course you get the brilliant Brilliant game From Kirby eight Innings and the Mariners only score One run in that game and that came from the ghost Runner <laughs> you know Not a not a not a great head Start going down into Texas The team that is in First place in your division starting The series off you were six and a half um, my goal for them wasn't was like to either gain a game or only lose a game. We end up losing three. We're looking at nine and a half back. We'll get dive more into that the, into the standings here uh, through the show. You go in, yeah, you waste this performance, and then after that, it wasn't competitive at all the rest of the way. It, after what each game after the second inning, it, it was it was game. It was over.
1: Yeah, you had times throughout the series where you had guys in scoring position and scoring position with less than 2 outs uh and you couldn't combine. You've had, you know, J uh JK up, strike out Julio, you know, pounds it into the ground to the second baseman. It happens, but it gets more magnified when, you know, you're struggling like that. And I get that. But um yeah, it uh it's frustrating because no one's hot right now everybody seems to be struggling and 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 that's when that happens and you don't get the pitching from the best aspect of your team you know you get games like this you got to give i mean texas flat out raked this series raked i mean they've
0: they've been doing it all season i mean they are the major league leading offense not the al west not the AL the entire game of major league baseball they are number 1 this is their best start in franchise history and we are seeing uh you know we saw a team literally hitting at, at, at all with all cylinders i mean they got seeger back You know, you got Simeon, you got Garcia, and then the rest Himes, and you got all the rest of these guys that we've seen in the past, especially last season, we have also been like, I'm keeping my eye on Texas. You and I have talked about that countless times here, you know, if you want to go back and... If you're that big of a nut and want to go back and and look through our episodes to see if we're bullshitting you, hey, I'd be I'd be down with that. But we we've said it. We've said, hey, Texas is. They've been building this team around some young guys. Not really around some young guys. They've been building their team around, I should say, these big acquisitions that they were able to go out and get last year. Um, you know, this is a two year build here. And uh you you look at the other, you know, homegrown guys or the young guys that they have they've had um that have been complimented by I would say the younger guys compliment this the guys that they went out and they got. And the guys that they went out and got, they got them in their prime. And uh, you know, uh I, you know, fuck it. Let's just get into that because I mean the Mariners, you know, they're they're playing piss poor. And you also have a team that you look at the Rangers and you look at the Mariners, and the, this isn't uh, breaking news here. They took way different approaches on building their teams.
1: Yeah, very much so. And I mean, Texas, you know, the guys you mentioned, the big names, um, are all lights out this year, having great years comparable, maybe a little better. But then you mentioned like their rookies, you know, the third baseman, I can't think of his name right now, even the center fielder. He had a good series. Those guys have stepped up and have made a next step. You could see it coming last year. I mean, every time we played Texas, it was a wild game, you know, um, a lot of runs scored, but they didn't have the pitching. The bullpen let them down. They didn't have the starters. They certainly didn't have the manager to control their team like they do now. You know, they go out and get Bruce Bochy out of – yeah, you know, that hasn't been in the big leagues in a while. I mean, obviously he saw something in Texas for him to come down there and start managing again. Um, and he's, you know, able to control a bullpen. And they got some starters. Even DeGrom hasn't been healthy all year, but the rest of the guys have stepped up. So, I mean, it's – yeah, it's a different way of doing it. You know, you look at the Mariners after they – um finished off in the playoffs last year we were hoping that they would add on we saw that they had some holes in as far as hitters couldn't hit in scoring position that final game you know 18 innings didn't score and then this offseason kind of fell flat on a, a lot of mariner fans and here we are
0: yeah here we are <laughs> here we are and you look at again i you, i'm gonna jump on there you said yeah you, you added bruce bocce somebody that's Won three World Series. Uh, also, prior to that, was um, always having the Padres as a contender take took them to a World Series. So, I mean, yeah, you get somebody that you're like, he doesn't need to manage anymore. You know, he's made a good amount of money. Uh, he's a Hall of Fame manager. That's like, hey, I'm gonna step back in here. We saw other managers kind of do this before. We've seen La Russa go back to Chicago. That didn't really work out um but in this case you're right he he sees a team that has just this monster offense you could get uh you know like i i think i was telling you five marco gonzalez's as your pitching staff and that balances the team out perfectly
1: yeah i mean he's been a big acquisition i mean Going back many years, they had the Ron Washingtons, uh, their latest manager before Bochi was the former Mariner uh, base coach and player. Um, his name's slipping me right now, but. Chris Woodward. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could just tell watching the games, the you know the the mistakes and the and they just they just weren't a Bruce Bochi type manager and and it cost them games. and you know, they've turned it around this year quite a bit. Do I think they can continue this? Man, it's hard to believe because they're really playing lights out. Um, You would think they would have to, you know, take a dip in the way they're playing right now. But, man, those guys have – they compete every at bat. They make good contact. They don't strike out a ton. And they don't swing at balls. I mean, that's every – I mean – they look great and aggressive at the plate and it's just a totally different approach from what we see what's going on with the Mariners right now. You know, I mean, the big thing flashed on the TV today, uh, you know, four out of the top five uh, AL play or AL players, I believe, or maybe it's major league players in strikeouts are Mariners. I mean, I
0: believe it. I, be, I would it. guess, I would guess so.
1: I feel for the Mariners. I know they're pressing. You can tell they're putting, you know, a tremendous amount of pressure on Julio Rodriguez. They, I mean, Jerry Depoto came out and said, hey, we go as Julio goes. The lineup changes quite a bit. Sure, we've had injuries. They're moving JK around so much. I mean, he's taking a little – I mean, he's not swinging it it, like he was earlier in the year. He's slumping a little bit. You know, I, I just wonder if it has to do with all the lineup changes and moving around or what, But you know. And then does it go back yeah. to, did, did we get a play? Should we have gotten a player in the off season to supplement these guys and not put so much pressure on them? Did we really believe going into the season, Jared Kelnick was going to, you know, turn around like he did. Nobody knew. We hoped he would. I mean, it's been a gift that he's been, you know, turned it around this season, but you know, you go with Julio who's, Who's regressed but also turning it on and but all the other guys have regressed too. I mean, it's nice to see JP kind of turn it around, but it's it's not enough right now. And the pitchers, go ahead, man.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just shaking my head at like, yeah. Nobody has taken the step forward except for Jared Kelnick, as far as um where they're taking their game. Julio's getting back up to par. Um, Ty France has regressed. Uh, Cal Raleigh, I would say
1: I it's mean, not, it, he hasn't got, got going kind of, yet.
0: He never. Yeah, it's we'll see with the second half. Hernandez has regressed. Suarez has regressed, and uh, you know we kind of look at these rose with rose-colored glasses because of like you know the hero stuff that kind of happened in that homestand. In our last episode, we were like, "Hey, seven and three homestand." feels like shit we don't know why well here's why and um you know we're done talking about the rangers except for i would say well just a little bit we'll get into the mariners of i think we should just talk about where they're at you know we're about to hit uh 60 games here in the next game that they play which means roughly they have a hundred more games left it is not too early anymore they're at the time of this recording nine and a half games out uh, they could easily be 10 games out because Texas plays later today um, and you're going into San Diego who is a team desperate for some wins and you got Oak uh, Anaheim who's you know neck and neck with the Mariners right now and have a healthy, Trout and Otani, you know, out there on the, on the field together and in the lineup every day. Um, and, uh, the only thing I was just going to say really quick to close up the Rangers thing is this team looks for real. They look like they've improved since even when we played them earlier in the season, um, they're healthier, obviously offensively, they're going to get Degrom back. Uh, it's, it's it's scary, and I'm and I'm sure they're going to add on because they know that the Houston Astros are right there nipping at their heels. And, in fact, right after this break, oh, and I would say, and, yes, they are led by Bruce Bochy, which might have been the biggest under-the-radar pickup. Yes, they got DeGrom in the, in the offseason, but, yeah, you got Bruce Bochy out there, and he's got a pennant, and he's got three world championships. He's managed over 4,000 uh 4089 uh yeah 4089 games believe it or not uh maybe this is why he came back he has a losing record overall he's 2040 to 2049 he's got a 4 or 0. .499 uh winning percentage So maybe this is the thing where he's like, hey, I don't like the taste of that in my mouth. Well, I'll guarantee you this. He's going to be a 500 over 500 manager at the at the end of this season.